0: Hey friend, welcome to the Start Scared podcast where we are mamas who are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives outside of just being a mom. We love our babies, but man, have we lost ourselves in the chaos of everyday mom life. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, a teacher in Enneagram 6, and a projector who used to be bound by what I thought I was supposed to say, do, or be. So much so that I'm trying to discover who Christy is right now in real time. Together, we're going to have honest and real conversations just like girlfriends chatting over a cocktail or a coffee on the back porch. We're going to cut through the BS stories we tell ourselves and find clarity to start scared on putting ourselves first, because girl, who you are outside of being a mom still matters. It is time that we live out the dreams and the desires that God has placed on our hearts, even if we don't know what that is quite yet. But I got you. We're in this together. So grab your drink, meet me on the back porch, and let's do this. Hey girl, welcome to another episode of Start Scared. Thank you for being here today. I am coming to you with a few few bullet points that I don't want to forget to share with you and some text messages and some emails that I am going to include in this episode. But other than that, I am sitting on the floor in my closet. I'm imagining that you and I are on the back porch. We're sipping on a ranch water. We're chatting about life and really the big shifts that are happening in our lives. So All right. Here's a little bit of backstory. So I grew up in this town north of Austin, 20 minutes, 20 miles north of Austin called Leander. And I went to school here from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade and I knew that I wanted to be a teacher ever since I was five. I had Miss Brown as my kindergarten teacher and she was amazing and if I ever had kids because I know that I've told you before I didn't want to have kids when I was younger when I was growing up Um, but if I had kids I knew that I would want to teach at the same public school that they would go to at least for elementary school right. We could drive to school together. We could I could pop in and say hi to them maybe at lunch. We would drive Drive home from school together. I'm a huge proponent of public education. I'm a huge proponent of public school teachers. I have been a public school educator for 16 years. I have always worked at a Title 1 school. So Title 1 um, really means that these schools serve high percentages or um, high numbers of economically disadvantaged kids, and so we get extra federal funds. So these, you know, low income, lower SCSS kids are the ones that really, you know, hold such a, a special place in my heart. So I was a third grade teacher for nine years, all at the same school. And I will forever be grateful to Lisa Gibbs, the principal who hired me as this fresh-faced kid right out of college. And um, I just, I loved loved my time at Knowles as a third grade teacher. My my team became a family and it was just um, an incredible community and school to be a part of. And then I, I spent the last seven years as an intervention specialist. I worked with struggling readers and mathematicians in third, fourth, and fifth grade. And I worked at a few different schools, um, but all of my 16 years have been in the same district, Leander Independent School District, that I grew up in. I am not going to lie and I'm not going to sugarcoat this, um, but the last three years of my career have been the hardest with the pandemic, with quarantine, with quarantining, with wearing masks, with social distancing, with virtual learning, with working our asses off to close the gaps that occurred due to the pandemic has just been so hard working with these kids who are coming in as third graders who are at the maturity level of first graders. And it has just been so hard. And I honestly didn't think that this year could be harder than last year, but it somehow was. And here we are at the time of this recording. I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, three and a half days of school left. Um, and this podcast episode will release on the full day before the end of the school year and I just want to say if you are a teacher I see you and I love you and thank you and if you know a teacher buy him or her a drink (laughs) so at the time I already told you at the time of this um this episode releases we will have one day left of school before summer um but more importantly I'm gonna try to do this without crying more importantly it will be the day before my last day working for working for Leander IST. And I'm not leaving the profession, but I am making a really, really huge change. So due to the pandemic, the education system, public education system especially, has drastically changed. And it's not where it was a few years ago. And I don't know if it's going to get any better. Um, and most importantly, I don't see Bruce being challenged like I wish he would. And um, you know, obviously I'm a mom, but and you know, I'm biased to Bruce, but I'm also a teacher. And so I see the knowledge that he has. And I love that we have um a quest program in Leander, which is like gifted and talented. And I, I love that he's a part of that because it's really, really important for him to get together with like-minded people, be able to use his creativity skills. Um, But that's only 30 minutes a day and teachers have a freaking hard as shit job that they're trying to close these gaps. Like I said, we've got, you know, first grader, first grader levels that are in third grade and they're expected to pass a state standardized test. And so I, they're busting their asses to close these gaps. But then unfortunately that leaves those higher level kids to kind of fend for themselves. And I don't want that for Bruce. So my husband and I, we decided to start looking at private schools. Again, I am a huge proponent for public schools. So to even be considering a private school option, it it was just, crazy and out of what I ever expected to happen. So there were several that we looked at, um, you know, private schools, charter schools. None of them felt right. Again, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I've got a, a different lens than a lot of other people who may be going to different schools do. You know, I'm a parent, yes, but I'm also an educator. Um, and I was re- actually reminded of a school that my friend's son goes to. And so I kind of started researching that one. And everything I read, everything I heard about the school kind of felt like this is where we were being led to. This is where we were meant to be. And so we began the application process and on a whim, really for no reason other than just straight up curiosity, I checked the job postings on their website and there was an elementary math intervention position posted and, um... That's exactly what I do. Obviously, I do reading and math, but um, that's what I do. And I found out later that this is a position that they have never had. So what are the odds that like when I just randomly happen to go and look at it, it's there and... That would be something that I would be interested in. Anyway, I didn't want to go through the length and lengthy application process. It was like I don't even think it was done online. I think you had to print it out and handwrite everything, and it was just a lot. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go through that process if it wasn't a right fit for me, um, because I'm highly experienced um, and I love my job. And so it would take a lot for me to leave um, the position that I have now. And so I just emailed the elementary principal and I just asked her several questions, you know, just to find out. To decide if, you know, I wanted to make the next step to, you know, maybe apply for this job. So she emailed me back the next day and she said the position had already been filled. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds good. Moving on. No big deal. Wasn't meant to be. Um, At this point, we had applied for Bruce to attend the school, but he hadn't done any of his testing. And obviously he hadn't been accepted yet. And I wish I had the complete email string to share with you. Um, But it was like, maybe a week later after she, not even, I don't even think it was a week later after she told me that the position had been filled, um, the elementary principal, she emailed me back saying that, quote, upon further reflection, she would like to meet with me to discuss the math intervention position. And I was actually subbing in a fifth grade class when her email came through and it was Friday. It was April 22nd, actually, um, because the next day we were taking Bruce to their car- to um, the school's carnival fundraiser to show him the campus um, because he had his admissions test the following Thursday. So we wanted him to experience the campus and see you know, some of the people and see what it looks like before we were like, oh, hey, you have an admissions test next week. And I immediately forwarded the email from, the elementary principal to my husband and to my mom. And my mom immediately said, What are you thinking? And I said, I'm reading text messages straight from this conversation. I said, I'm worried that it's only one year that I would be leaving a 16-year 16, sixteen year career to go to something that was only guaranteed for one. Plus, they don't offer any curriculum for me to use, so I would have to come up with everything. And she said, and then I was also saying that, um, but I love that the teachers um, get half-off tuition. I later found out... And I'll get to this, but I later found out that yes, permanent teachers get 50% off uh, 50% discount intuition, but this position did not offer that. So then my mom was like, yes, but the salary is less. So it kind of evens out. And I said, true. Um, and I asked her what she's thinking. And she goes, only that it's your choice. What is your gut feeling? I said, my gut feeling is worried about it being only a year. And um, she said, true, but isn't your current job funded the same? And I said, federal, but yes. And so she said, um, I'm happy to discuss pros and cons. It can't hurt to interview. Um, And then I said, the application is pretty extensive and I certainly wouldn't take this job if Bruce wasn't accepted. And she was like, of course not. Um, So I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I said, I wonder what made her change her mind. And um, so then when I emailed, when I was talking to Frank, he said, God's opening a door. And of course I'm like, I don't know, maybe. And I'm always asking God for these flashing billboards. And as I continue through like my bullet points that I want to chat with you about, about, you know, taking this leap of faith and my own advice to start scared. Um, there were so many dang flashing billboards that I, I joked that if I didn't listen to those flashing billboards, I think God's going to strike me dead. Obviously, he's not going to do that. But there were just so many signs. And um, my husband is so incredibly faithful. And I'm I'm fearful. I'm not going to lie. And so he said, I think that it's pretty obvious, but that's just me. And I said, I wonder what made her change her mind. And he put in all caps, God. I said, but what about medical? And he said, you can add, we can add you to mine if it doesn't get covered. Sounds like it might be covered through the state though. And I said, okay. I responded to her, but I don't want to do the application. <laughs> and then of course, I'm worried, what if he doesn't get accepted? My husband's like, he's going to get accepted. He's always, you know, positive Petunia over here. And I was like, it it felt deep in my soul that someone must have talked to her about me. And I only kind of sort of am an acquaintance with a second grade teacher there. Um, So maybe she's the one who talked to, to the principal about me, but I don't know. But so... I responded to her and her response, again, remember I said, I haven't, I haven't filled out the application. I haven't applied. I, I even told her as such, you know, I haven't applied for the job. And she said, and I quote, wonderful. The application is extensive to fill in at a very busy time of the year. So let's meet and chat and then we can decide if you want to take it further. I'm available, you know, these days. And so I was like, holy cow. And then I looked at the clock And it was two, two, two. And I've been really looking at different angel numbers um, recently. And I'll tell you a little bit about that. These are some of God's flashing billboards. But I was like, oh my gosh, it says uh, two, two, two. And two, two, two represents a fresh start. And that was like immediately after I got her email back. And it was two, two, two. So the week before all of this, I know I'm kind of long-winded, but it's, it's a lot in a very short amount of time. But the week before I received the angel number, um 888 and if you're not familiar again with angel numbers they're kind of a series of repeating digits like 111 222 333 and so on and um if you're suddenly like noticing the same series of numbers in different places some people think that this is you know god's message coming to you from the universe from god or whatever power that you believe in right and each series of numbers is a different meaning. So anyway, the week before I got 888, which means success or financial good luck. And I had no idea what that meant for me or for my family, but I just kind of continued to keep that in the back of my mind, right? I was stressing about tuition. I was stressing about how to get Bruce to and from this new school when I was at a different campus, because, you know, at this time I was, you know, going to stay at my old campus and he was going to go to this new one possibly. So then when I got the 222 angel number, while thinking about this new opportunity, while contact, being in contact with the elementary school principal at this new school, I was thinking that there may be something here, something here that God is trying to get my attention for. Hey girl, sorry to interrupt, but you know that I usually record these episodes on the floor of my closet, AKA my podcast studio, with a messy bed on top of my head, with my workout clothes on for the next day. But I want to tell you about the workout clothes that I am literally obsessed with. Because if you are anything like me, you live in your workout clothes, but you want them to not only be comfortable and functional, but also dang cute, right? <laughs> anyway, 99% of my workout clothes come from a small business called Fit Couture Collection. And all of the leggings are compression and they feel like butter y'all, legit Lululemon quality, but for half the sticker price. I live in the Leilani sports bras. I have one in every color. I live, or I live in the Sloan sports bras. I have one in every color, and my favorite leggings are the Posies. I think I have one in every color. They give enough support for our cardio workout, but they also can be worn every single day, and I am wearing the Copper Sloan and the Black Posie leggings right now as I speak, and I am obsessed with them. Seriously. If you know me, you know that I do not give recommendations if I'm not in love with something because as an Enneagram 6, I feel a lot of pressure to make sure that you love what I recommend or else I feel really, really bad. But because I am obsessed with FCC, I decided to bring them on as a sponsor of the show. The link to their website is in the show notes of this episode, or you can go to fitcouturecollection.com to shop. But make sure to use the code CLOCKHART, as in Christy Lockhart, at checkout to save yourself 10%. And anything over $100 is always free shipping. So have fun shopping. But if you buy anything, will you post it on social media and tag me and let me know what you think? Because maybe we can even be twinsies on our ig stories one day all right girl let's get back to the juice of the episode and i know that that god has already written out our life our life plans but there are many different avenues and paths that we as human beings can take but that will eventually lead us to our true calling right and so these angel numbers have just been sticking with me you know the financials and the the success and then the the um The two, two, two in this new um, opportunity. And then, (laughs) I shit you not, (laughs) the very next day I received two, not just one, but two very blatant angel numbers. And I just, I couldn't ignore it. So the first one I got was 999 and 999 means that one cycle of your life mission is coming to an end as another important new phase is beginning. And then the second one, again, these are the same exact day, the day after um, the elementary school principal had emailed me asking me to meet with her again. Um, I got zero, zero, zero. And um, this shows when it's time for something new to take place. And that means making a change in an area of your life or ending one thing while starting over with something totally different it's just, it, it's insane to me. These angel numbers and these signs. Like I always ask for God's flashing billboard and Holy cow, here he was giving them to me. So we scheduled a time to meet with her. Um, I told her that I was going to be on campus with Bruce, um, on that Thursday. And so, um, you know, to take him for his admissions test, April 28th. And so she told me that they were offering, uh, they, uh, so we met with, I met with her and she, um, you know, answered all my questions, and she kind of gave me a little bit of a rundown of what the the job would be. She told me what they were offering, and which is about a twelve thousand dollar pay cut. And then she told me, since the position wasn't permanent, that I would not get the benefit of getting fifty percent off Bruce's tuition like other teachers. She really, really, really was like recruiting me hard to like come on as a classroom teacher. Um, but really, my heart and my passion isn't there anymore, and I just know that I wouldn't be of service to those students like I should. Um I wouldn't be able to do my best with them and then also my best at home. Um I really just have to set boundaries when it comes to m- my job and it's really difficult to do that as a classroom teacher. And so basically I said thank you, I'll speak with Frank. Um I was already prepared to say no thank you, especially since I'm taking a $12,000 pay cut and having to pay full tuition. So, you know, again, I'm like worrying about how on earth am I going to get them there? How am I going to get them back? You know, when, I, when I'm working at a different school. And of course, you know, the tuition fee is completely looming over me um, because obviously we've never had to pay for a school before. So I get a call from the elementary school principal the very next day because she had some clarifying questions um, about Bruce's application. So we scheduled an appointment to meet on Tuesday, May 3rd. Um, so again, remember like it was the 22nd when I got the email about the job posting. And now this is Tuesday, May 3rd. And over the weekend, um, you know, Frank and I, we had talked about the job opportunity and he has always felt like I should take the job. He is very, he feels it in his gut, his soul, his heart that this is where I'm supposed to be. And he said, what if you just ask for the discount? And really that thought never crossed my mind because I'm really, I'm, I'm very much a rule follower. And so if someone tells me that this is the way it is, then that's the way it is. And so I was like, I, I, I don't like to put my big girl panties on and ask for things like that. You know, it makes me super uncomfortable. And I told him, okay, I'll think about it, you know, but really I'm not going to. So towards the end of my meeting on that Thursday, um, was it Thursday? Whatever. May 3rd. And um, towards the end of my meeting with the principal, I kind of, I was, I don't even know how to describe it other than it had to have been the Holy Spirit, but I was overcome with the feeling that I was just needed to start scared, to step outside my comfort zone and just tell her what Frank and I were thinking. And I said, Frank and I love the opportunity to be able to work here, but we cannot swing the $12,000 pay cut and paying full tuition. We would consider it, however, if we got the benefit of the 50% discount. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, I think we can make that work. I'll ask Colonel McLeod, he's the headmaster, and I'll let you know. I was shocked, I was like, oh my God, really? I was super excited, I mean, I was equally excited, but I was super nervous because holy cow, this might be happening and I might be leaving my job, you know, for something that is completely unknown and outside my comfort zone. Holy can't like talk about like a leap of faith and starting scared, right? So <laughs> that afternoon at two twenty two, and don't forget two twenty two means a fresh start. So at two twenty two, she emailed me and she said, "Hello, Christy. I'm impressed by your heart for the Lord, your open openness, and your experience and qualifications. We would really love to have you as part of our team." Colonel McLeod has approved a tuition discount of 50% for you to consider if you choose to take the position. like, are you kidding me right now? I responded, holy moly, I'm not going to lie. I did not expect that. I'm so grateful for you asking and grateful to the colonel for agreeing. Frank is super excited, but we will continue to pray and also wait until we hear about Bruce's acceptance or not. You know, I was not going to accept this position if Bruce was not going to get accepted. But obviously, Frank was like, well, they wouldn't have offered it to you if they weren't going to accept him. So I had some other questions to ask her, you know, about health insurance and um, just because I wanted to make a fully educated decision, right? So on Friday the 6th, we got the phone call that Bruce was accepted. So now Bruce has been accepted to the school. I have been offered a position that is a $12,000 pay cut, but at a 50% tuition discount. Um, There were so many things in my head that were telling me not to take the job. I don't know what to expect. With my job now, I totally know what um, is going to happen when I walk through the doors at the beginning of the year. You know, obviously the pay cut is really scary. Um, especially in this economy right now, it's only one year, um, guaranteed for one year. Um, I've never taught younger than third grade and I would be teaching K through five. Um, But those flashing billboards and the angel numbers from God, they could not be ignored. And so that same afternoon, (laughs) that same afternoon that I got the email from the principal, I got yet another angel number, 555, which means a significant change is imminent. (laughs) I had a therapy session scheduled for that Saturday, that very next day. And I literally, I just like word vomited all over her. And she laughed and she told me, she said, it seems like her clients always seem to have a theme every single week. And this week seemed to be stepping outside your comfort zone, especially among her Christian clients. So like everybody was talking about these things that were, you know, um, scary and fearful and taking them outside where they felt comfortable. And then she said something that struck with me and ultimately led me to make my decision. She said, Christy, the fear you feel is not from God. Fear comes from the devil. And I'm thinking he's putting it there because he knows this is where God is leading you. So on Mother's Day, on May 9th, I accepted the elementary math intervention position at a private school for our next school year. And I am taking a huge leap of faith and I am stepping way outside my comfort zone and I'm making a huge change. I'm scared, I'm sad, I'm nervous, I'm excited, but I truly feel that this is my next step. And girl, if you are experiencing some kind of change Know that change also means loss, loss of the familiar. And this requires grief because you're leaving behind things that you already know, things that you already love. So girl, just like I ask every person who comes on this podcast, I always ask them advice for those who have, you know, something weighing on their heart that they know will make their life better, but they're scared to start. What advice would you give to that person? And like my mentor says you can always change your mind. (laughs) You can always pivot. And why would you want to live your life full of shoulda, woulda, couldas? Yes, change can be hard. Change can be scary. The unknown can be overwhelming. And yes, comfort zone living is just that comfortable. And I like to stay there. But imagine if this new opportunity that you're being faced with works out better than you think it could. What if the change that you're thinking about making is the step you need to take to live the life of your dreams? What if this next step brings you more joy than you could have ever imagined? What if it's exactly where you're meant to be? What if this is exactly where I'm meant to be? So girl, take that leap of faith. Start scared because you never know. <sighs> All right, I made it through. If you love this episode, please share it on social media with your biggest takeaway or maybe what you're planning to do to step outside your comfort zone today or in the near future. Don't forget to tag me at Christy Lockhart, C-H-R-Y-S-T-Y-L-O-C-K-H-A-R-T so that I can cheer you on. I love you, girl, and I'm rooting for you. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Girl, duty calls. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared Podcast. If anything resonated with you today, I would be honored if you would screenshot and share this episode on Instagram and tag me at Christy Lockhart so I can get super excited and personally say thank you for taking the time to get our message out to even more mamas who may also need to be reminded that they still matter outside of being a mom. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. I am so incredibly grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you. So cheers to you and our growth together. I am rooting for you and I love you. And remember you matter. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.